So that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Alright, man. See you later, babe. He's a good looking dude, man. Yeah, man. Like, no homo. I have to tell him sometimes, you know? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not. You're not, but I need to remind you. Yeah. People, it feels good to let people know, like, like good things and positive things. Like, if anybody yeah. tells me I'm doing a good job or if I look good or something's like, it makes me feel good. And it yeah. doesn't matter where it comes from. It really doesn't matter where it comes dude, from. Dude, no one's, no one's doing that, man, around here. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, nobody's doing that? Yeah. No? Dude, first week I was here, I got called an autistic linebacker. I was like, dude. An autistic linebacker? Yeah. I, dude, I was like, I need to get like a pen and piece of paper to write that down. Yeah. Because that's like, that's a good one. No, no, it's a great one. And it's yeah. something an autistic linebacker would need to do is write it down. Yeah. Because anybody else wouldn't be able to remember it. Yeah. Somebody on the spectrum is going to go, man, I really need to write that down. Have you been watching that show? What? Love on the Spectrum. Um, I've see, I saw the first season. Yeah. Uh, I, want, I started watching the first episode of the second season and just haven't been able to... Uh, yeah. Um, to, I've been watching more dating shows of people that weren't, that aren't on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and those are fun too, Fuck yeah, but, man. but love on the, on the spectrum is like, I don't know. It hits you in ways that like, yeah. it's so honest and true that it's like, it's fucking hilarious. Like it's so funny, but not like I'm laughing at mm-hmm. you. It's just like, man, I really wish. It, you know that I always think of Rudy. It's like, I wish I could take your heart and put it in other people's bodies, you know? Dude, yeah. And it's like, I feel like I could just take your honesty from just that honesty from being on the spectrum and not realizing the social abstract of things or whatever to yeah. just fucking, you know, I like dinosaurs. Just being honest. Yeah. Hey, you like dinosaurs? Dude, when I, I saw it for the first no, time No, I'm asking you a question. Night. Do you like dinosaurs? <laughs> but that's yeah. it. They can't even move on from that. It's like they got, yeah. you have to answer it. Yeah, like I was watching and I was like, dude, this isn't even funny. Like, this is like beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, it's, that's the part. I was like, I think I was laughing at just the, the, the honesty of it. And I think yeah. that's where it gets to the point where it's like beautiful. And, but I love that it's like, they're not fucking around and they're not wasting time. Like just, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, do you like this? No? Okay, date's over. They, they yeah. start, well, they don't know how to do it. So then they're done like making eye contact. And they're like, yeah. like they can't do anything. Dude, that's just because of, that's because of the cameras though, the pressure. If it was, if it was all natural, dude, if they were in a field, like I saw these two chicks, dude, they were fucking, they were what? getting after it, dude, in a sunflower field because what? it was all natural, dude. You, Love wait, on the you spectrum. Saw, wait, on wait. one of the episodes, this chick, uh, she went out with a dude, and it was terrible. He was like, you know, he he fucking ruined it, man. Like yeah. he, he blew it, and she was like, I think I'm more into chicks. So she ended up going out with this, you know, she was a fake chick, but dude, it was, oh, it was emotional. Was that the, that was in the first season? First season, yeah, yeah. And they did the sunflower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah that's dude, right. It was one of the most right. beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. That's right. That's she, right. She picked up the sunflower. There's like a heart in the middle. I yeah. Was like, Holy shit. But dude. there are, but I, I there are moments for all of them that um it, like the natural flow of a conversation yeah uh sometimes just can't go back and forth it's like they reach a point where they're done with the subject and then they kind of drift off a little bit to go oh, yeah so do you you like yeah. podcasts yeah <laughs> they pan- yeah it's just like yeah it's random <laughs> as fuck but it's like that's when, what I did for years, dude. When they're like was was work with with uh, with kids uh, yeah. on the spectrum. That's what I did. Yeah. I was a residential counselor for. It was like strictly autism. 
Yeah, well, they were all they were all all boys um, in uh, a program that were like they were all they had from uh, schizophrenia, bipolar, autism, like just a, a, a right. wide I thought range. You meant, like strictly autism. No, no just been, a wide range yeah. of a bunch of different things. But they all had like a history of abuse. Yeah, some even sexual abuse and everything like that. But it was like, yeah. but the same kind of honesty just came from you know those kids and all that kind of stuff like they like it, it even in in love or or relationships the positivity is there but they also in anger they i've been called more names there's never there's never going to be a heckler that will ever fuck me up after working in that company and having these teenagers call me half of the shit that they've called me oh yeah dude but honestly man the difference between autism and uh, like down syndrome it's like fucking insane man you know what do you mean like well like dude when are I you was talking here, about are you talking about their face no i'm just saying like the <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about their face because because you're i'm not talking cause, shit because because um listen I'm, 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 but we're just gonna let's draw the line here when you see somebody who's autistic you don't know yet till they start talking yeah but down syndrome yeah you know you know as soon as they look at you yeah well they all look the same dude. we all know that <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even talking shit, dude. Like, I'm not talking shit about my boys, but yeah, because like, dude, when I grew up, you said you worked with a whole array of kids. Yeah, for over ten years. My dad worked with a. He worked for the Seven Hills Foundation. Okay. So same thing, dude. Uh, a different array of kids, primarily Down syndrome, though, dude. Yeah. So I was hanging out with a lot of dudes who had Down syndrome. Yeah. But it was like, dude, it was the, the, some of the best years of my life, man. Dude, it's so fun. Dude, it's so fucking... It's not even funny, dude. It's that fun. Like, you get you build such a good rapport with those kids, man, that, like, if anyone made fun of them, you... Dude, dude fuck anybody. Oh, like, it's dude. not... I... Um, when, pe- when people don't understand... Like, we're talking, even somewhat even, like, joking a little bit about it. Yeah. But honestly, it, it, it comes from a good place uh, because of the amount of experience and the amount of, like, just seeing how excited and how like genuine the emotions that you can't hold it together. Like I think a lot of times for a lot of us, we spend a lot of time just kind of like coding it down. It's like, we're not, you know, we're we're just going to act like things don't affect us or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. but they wear their, their emotions on their sleeve. And I think there's just something like you just get to, you said it before. It's beautiful. You know, Yeah, there's something about it, dude. Like honestly, and I'm not even trying to be funny. Like just the dude, the dinner table conversations and the actions were dude like so, my dad would be like oh kevin's coming over for dinner and kevin has down syndrome he's like a 300 pound dude yeah, 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 with yeah. down syndrome yeah funniest guy i've ever met in my life dude yeah Came like dude there. we would go in the backyard and dude, literally just swing like we would take out wooden golf club drivers yeah just hit my neighbor's house guy was a fucking piece of shit anyway dude really so it's like in the end let like, me ask you something did you tell him to do that or was he the, was he telling you to do that shit? honestly man i was I was too young to remember. In my head, I was probably like, you know, we both agreed on it. If you went back in time, it's probably my idea. You were probably pushing <laughs> it. You're probably like, he was probably sitting there going, I don't know if this is a good idea. And you're like, come on, man. Yeah, and he's but, like, oh, are we best friends? <laughs> yeah, we're best friends. Let's go swing yeah. at this house. But honestly, dude, at your age, say like hypothetically, you're, you're sitting down for dinner, dude. You're with your kids and stuff. Yeah. And you have a window and you look out that window and you see a grown man with Down syndrome. <laughs> With a younger kid who's like fifteen, yeah, hitting golf clubs at your house, what's going to make you more proud than that, dude? Honestly, it, well, hitting my house, not I wouldn't be. I don't know about proud, yeah. 
Um, but there would be a part about it that I would, my reaction yeah. to how I want to respond to that is different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm not like, like I'm just going to like, hey, 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 hey. Because yeah. listen, at the same token, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, that young kid, I don't know what's going on with him. But like the, the bigger guy, I'm like, I don't know the type of strength that this guy may have. And he's got a weapon. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but he's smiling. He's clear, like, because yeah. you know when you look out that window, he's swinging at the house and he's cheesing. He's yeah. smiling. He's not angry. He's having a blast, mm -hmm. right? But I don't want to turn that. Or I don't want him to yeah. flip out and do something to me. Sure, you know what I mean? Because I know. Yeah, that, you're thinking long term, dude. Yeah. Most people wouldn't think about that. They just freak out. Yeah, I just my thing is well. At that point, I'm like the house is one thing, but my family. I want to protect my oh, family, yeah, yeah. so I don't know what's gonna happen. I feel that. Because I don't. I don't know anybody. I mean, it could be anybody. I'm not just saying yeah. because of the, but it is. But but what a what a dynamic duo. Yeah, just this grown man with Down syndrome roaming but, the streets. Yeah, it wasn't always kid. Down syndrome though, dude. It was always like a wide array of people. But he he got paid to like hang out with them, like after hours. All so right. he would like take them to movies. They'd yeah, come, they'd come over for dinner a lot. Yeah, but dude, it was there was such like there was a dude Kevin who was older who I just mentioned who has Down syndrome, funniest guy I've ever met in my life because he would just do random shit in like really mature situations. You know what's funny? You know what's funny is that we both do stand up comedy. And, and you've, you, you've said, you know, it's like, he was the funniest person I've ever met in my entire mm -hmm. life. And I have a list of like the funniest people that I've met in my life. Yeah. And, and like stand up comedians aren't even on that list yet. Yeah, no. Like, don't get me wrong. Are there the, the funniest stand up comedians that like, there's yeah. a list that, yeah. But like people I know personally, it's not, it's not stand. If I had a list of like some of the most depressing people that I've ever met in my entire yeah. life. Yeah. There's probably a few good like comedians that are on that, on yeah. that, on that list. Yeah, man. Watching, uh, I mean, you've known me for a while, dude, but watching, uh, comics watch other comics yeah. is one of the most depressing things in the world. Dude, it's not, I, there's a, a bit that I'll do every once in a while when things are, when the whole room and the atmosphere is like not great is uh, I always talk about like everybody's dream when you thought about what you wanted to be when you grow up. And I'm like, I want a picture like you're laying on the bed and you're like looking up and like maybe yeah. if somebody was like they wanted to play sports or whatever, they're looking at their cards or they're watching a game and they want to put, you know, whatever. It's just throwing the football up in the air or or, you know, if they wanted to be a pilot they're you know, they have their model airplanes and they're sitting yeah. back just imagining flying or whatever. And then for comics, you sit back and you're just thinking about yourself like. You know, you, you can hear them. They they say your name, and you and you and you go walking out on the stage, and mm -hmm. and, and and people are like, Rah! it's that light, and you're just like, eh, eh, you know, and 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 it oh, to the point where you're like, calm down, shut, all right, shut the fuck up, like because yeah. they're just cheering so much or whatever. Um, I go, but that's the dream, and I and then and then I look out, and I'll go, but this wasn't, none of this was a part. I don't even. This is not. You don't think about whatever this is, you know, and and it's like you know, get little chuckles and stuff like that. But I feel like we don't ever really think about what that process is like yeah. is to watch the, like watching the process and where it's at. It's like not luxurious. It's very like yeah. not great. And it's like, you think you have a good co community of comedians, but most of us are just looking at our own notebooks. Yeah. Give a fuck about what you're care what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it'll be like, Oh, that was, that's funny. Anyway, yeah I mean, just writing your own shit yeah it know? is sad man but the more i think about it man the more i'm like addicted to the misery in a sense oh yeah 
but I'm like at the age where it's fine. I don't know how long I could do that for though. You know? Yeah. No, that's, uh, I, now it's, you know, it's like 17 years minus two because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, so we're like 15 years of doing it. Um, and I think the grind part, um, is, is less, ex- less exciting. Um, but I know it's a necessity, like coming to New York, you just kind of have to go back into doing that. Yeah. Um, and that's like, ah, oh, shit, that's, you know, what, it, what I need to do. And it's like, you know, smaller bits, 15 minutes, 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever those things are, whatever. Um, uh, but, th- but the reason why you keep going at it is because, you know, something, there, there's something that happens that connects when you're on stage and you're able to do something that makes you want to go back and do it. I, I always equate it to sex. It's like it, before you started doing stand-up comedy, like the fir- like before you even started having sex, it's like you think about it all the time. Yeah. You want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then and then when you do it, um you know, is it good? Probably not. And did it last long? No, probably less than 5 minutes. Um, 5 seconds. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, even sometimes with sets, they're like when you first first start but when you walk off stage from even starting for the first time, you don't walk off going, well, I'm, I'm never going to do that again. You're going to go, I'm going to go back and do that again, and I'm going to get better, and I'm going to get better, and I'm going to do it more, and I'm going to be the best. And it was the same way when I had sex. It was like, listen, I may not have been great, but I'm going to keep practicing, yeah. and I'm going to keep on doing it, and I'm going to keep on getting better. Sex is always fun. But if you if you put on a grading scale from all the sex that you've had, there's some that's not so great and some that have been awesome. Yeah. Same thing with stand-up comedy. There's some shit that's been amazing and then other things not so great. You, you just got to put in that work, you, dude. Huh? You just got to put in that work, dog. You know? <laughs> that's all it is, man. It's really, at the end of the day, dude, you can go, like, deep into it. But it's like, dude, you just got to fucking get in there, bro. You just got to get in there. You, you don't even know what's going to happen, Dude, fucking man, rip sometimes. your pants off. Just go in there, dude. Just go in. I mean, at, well, okay, with consent. You know, because it never works out good either way. Mm-hmm. If you rape a crowd, they're not going to like it yeah. and it's going to be bad. And same thing if you do that to another human being sexually. Yeah. So it's, it's, but with consent, I mean, dude, get in there. Yeah. Just you know? get after it, dude. I mean, dude, you're a murderer, man. Like you fucking crush on stage. I'm not even saying that, dude. Like the last show we did, like, yeah. I've never, dude, I've never even seen anything like that in my life. Really? Yeah. Like I've never, maybe I've seen Ray do it like a few yeah. times. Like, just that level of, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, dude, you're just like, you know, you're just like, yeah. dude, like, you know, not many people will ever replicate this. So, like, for us to sit down, you know, we're obviously on different levels, dude, you know, like. Oh, but I like doing even, this. Talking shop or even yeah. even if we're talking comedy right now, which yeah. probably in the podcast cut the whole comedy part out and we'll do yeah. other. We'll talk about other shit. I'm not telling you what to do. Fucking keep it all in. You can no, do dude, I mean, I love talking yeah. about, like. But. Um, well, I'm just I, saying, man. Like, I, like from not that it matters what I'm saying, but I've seen you perform at a level that I've never seen anyone perform at before, dude. And awesome. it's That's, it's mind numbing, dude. It kind of pisses me off a little bit. Ah, oh, yeah. It's dude. just like you can't put words into it, dude. You know, you only see it like once in a while. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times, man, you'll see someone you'll be like, this dude's funny, man, but like. You know, yeah, oh yeah. There've been where there's been a few comics that I've worked with in the past that, um, 
it like it like after doing comedy for a while, you know, you see a lot of stuff and you can even, even no matter where you're at in comedy in, in regards to like how much experience you've had with it. But you, you can tell when somebody's like they're experienced and they're good. But then there's people that are just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then you almost turn into like not a comic anymore. You're back to being a fan when yeah. something can knock you back into your seat and you're just enjoying comedy mm-hmm. again to where you're not breaking it down because now you know all the little in- intricacies yeah. in comedy that part's the part where it beca- then you're like that person and, and it, not everybody's to that degree but it's whatever it does to you so what I may feel from when I see a certain comic you may not feel the same way when you see that comic you know yeah. um, it's all I- subjective man but I'm just saying like on a universal level yeah. it was there dude you awesome. know what I'm saying you weren't splitting the room it was like and like honestly dude you were just being yourself man which is like the biggest thing like there's obviously levels to this shit. Yeah. And I'm on like one of the lower levels, which I'm fine with. Like I accept that. But dude, there's just levels to this, man. And like I think like being younger around like I mean, I was around like the old like I was around you and Ray when I was younger, dude. But like yeah. at the end of the day, man, you guys are just like being yourselves. You were still in school, right? Yeah, I was still in college, dude. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I knew I wasn't like on your level even close. But just like being around you guys, like it's just cool to be around people who are like just themselves you know what i'm saying yeah versus like i'm gonna go out there dude i better fucking crush man i better fucking I yeah better fucking, and like you and you know what but that's the mindset in the beginning and in, 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 in like a lot of us in the beginning you want to go up there and crush and you're in your and you're comparing it to other things or whatever but then when you when you're around other people and just kind of see yeah. it being like like when you bring it back to being normal and just being yourself mm-hmm. it's like oh shit this is supposed to be fun yeah and when you when it kind of switches to where like if I can just get into that zone and it and it and it there's variations of how you get to that point, and that's why I'm like, you know, some comics are like, well, well, how do you plan this and how do you do this or how do you go into things? And it's like, you know what? I just I have the things that that I talk about that I like. I don't talk about what I think's funny. I talk about like what I know, and and or what I feel that is is funny for me. And because I do that, the, the idea of memorizing it, it's less about memorizing it because it's what I yeah. believe and it's what I feel. And yeah. so when, when the more I go in that direction, then it's, then it's like once I have certain structured jokes that like get laughs, then it, then it opens it up for me feeling more comfortable to like fuck around a little bit. Yeah. And then it just kind of, it, it, it's like a slow progress. It doesn't happen in one set. But every once in a while, something in a set will open that up. And, and, and But it's like our responsibility is to pay attention to every little detail. So even if I did a 20-minute set, but there was like a line or two or, or a certain moment that happened in the show um, that I'm like, oh, that right there. You know, that's what yeah. I'm going to hold on to. People go into shows going, you know what? I have this new joke. I'm going to try this out. Da, da, da. And then they go up on stage. And for some weird reason, this audience that night, they don't want anybody. They don't care about material. They fuck with us. They, you know, they're one of those rowdy crowds. Fuck with us. And so now you're like, man, I got to, you know, you're you're fucking around with the crowd. You're doing whatever. And you're not doing anything you wanted to do, but you survived and you did well. But what happens is in our heads, we're sitting there getting pissed off at ourselves because we're like, man, I wanted to work on that joke. And it's like, you know what? Are you going to quit? Are you, are you retiring anytime soon? It's like, well, well, no. And I'm like, okay, so you have time, right? It's like, well, yeah. Okay, fine. So you just got one day better at crowd work. You weren't even focused on that. So yeah. like you just got one day better or one show better at crowd work. 
you'll be able to do that joke. When you find that moment, your responsibility as a comic is, is, is when you see that time, you take advantage of it. That's all it is. So it, the ability to just be aware and use all of your senses, right? It's not just memorizing a joke. It's you being able to see the room, to be able to hear and feel like all, yeah. the whole atmosphere. That doesn't happen overnight, yeah. but it, it comes in stages. And that's why I know it's so fucking cliche when comics will be like, oh, you know, you got any advice, man? You want to help me out? It's like, yeah, man, just keep getting up. It's like, yeah, okay. No, I know, but like, but it's like no just keep getting up because what i tell you how to do things is going to be different yeah, than how another comic's going to do it yeah but watching other comics or being around ones that you like or that you see what they do and what you like what they're doing um i mean it feels i mean thank you i appreciate you saying that you know about yeah. about my comedy uh because i've definitely not been feeling like that for the past year i'll tell you that much yeah you know moving to new york i've done less shows this past year than i've done since when i first started comedy like 15 17 years ago yeah i mean same yeah not that it matters but same yeah. thing dude going from like one or two shows a week to like crying yeah oh yeah by no. like a sewer <laughs> cap dude you know what i'm saying <laughs> Fucking. dude whatever you cry dude just call me yeah. man and i'm like oh man yeah when i cry dude just straight faced and like a single tear dude. oh a single tear yeah, yeah you just get it out like that and you're like well yeah. i was walking in the rain last night dude it yeah. was kind of fucking beautiful man you're walking in the. I walked in the rain last night too. I was. I went to go. Uh, I meet up on Mondays to meet with um, John O'Connor uh, and Doug Key. Yeah. Uh, to we do like writing stuff or whatever it is, and we're thinking like about sketches or like comedy. B- both. It, yeah. it, anytime we need to get together, it doesn't it, like we can have an agenda, but the idea is is working the muscles. So you just get together and you shoot the shit. It doesn't matter. Anything could be productive. Yeah. But you get together and you just talk about what are you what some on your set. You know, we'll talk about jokes that, that, that somebody else worked on or what I'm working on or, you know, any ideas that we've written down. Oh, that could be a sketch. So then we add other things that are on there. You know, wow, and the idea of like, you know, oh, OK, you know, what we should do a podcast or, or what, dude, whatever. That must, that must get you feeling good, dude. You guys sit down at like a coffee shop. We no, we go coffee. to John's uh, apartment because he Shit, it's dude. walking distance from where I'm at. Yeah, we got a dry race board. We get together. We just start oh, fucking dude. going to town. Chilling with the boys. Dude. You know what I mean? Just chilling out. And it's but it's just like working some sort of, if I'm not going to have a show, then I'm going to do some, I need to do something. And that's been missing for a while for me. Um, cause I used to do it. Ray and I would get together all the time. We were always doing things together or, or Brian, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, since those things have changed, so it's like, okay, I got to find something else. And right now in New York, there's a million shows. There's a million comics that are out there. Um, with, and with that being said, that means there's, there's tons of like really shitty people out there. There's really, really, there's amazing comedians that I've seen that are out here too. Um, but everybody's on shows and everybody's doing things and people produce shows so they can get on shows and all these things and you can see it's all over the place. Um, and getting in there and getting in the grind, it's like, you have to be outside. You have to be out there every single night. Um, I got a two year old and I got a, yeah, lots of, lots changed like, uh, Dude, you said you like stop smoking and like you're not drinking coffee now. Like, what's going on, dude? Uh, oh, I, well, I ended up I got skin cancer. Really? Um, like, found out. My girl was like, she's seeing stuff on my skin. She's like, you go get that checked out or whatever it is. Go there and found out spots, spots, spots. So I have to get, I had to get, uh, uh, get it removed on one side, removed here, removed on my back, another one on my. Is it this side or is it this 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 side? The shoulder over here, um, and it's like, and then I was having like stomach issue and i was just like you know what and i'm like i'm getting ready to turn 40 and it's purely from 
just being a lazy fuck. Like I was able to, when I was younger, my twenties, I was able to, you can just do whatever you want. Just do whatever. And that's it. You just do it. And, and that, and you have fun with it and Oh, you'll have a hangover. You'll feel like shit or whatever it is. And then your thirties, it's like, okay, you do those things. And then, and then the pain lasts longer. You can actually hurt yourself or whatever. Um, but to own to, to to make yourself feel better, you just have to cut things out. So like, okay, you can. There was a period of time where I stopped drinking for like three years, and and I had stopped smoking for a few years, and I was feeling great and doing all this. And that's when Ray and I ended up making be a man, and I had ended up winning competition over at comics. Um, uh, and things were just kind of like coming together, and 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 uh, it was working out well for me at the time. Um, and then and then it's like, okay, you know. You, then I get slowly drinking again. I start smoking and whatever it is. And not that any of that stuff was in excess, but now I'm getting close to 40, turn 40 in January. Um, now it's like, oh, I can't just cut things out. Now I got to fucking do something about it. Now my body's telling me, it's like, okay, cut things out. But now you got to get up. Like I got to walk and I got to run. I got to do push. I got to like do shit, yeah. you know? And I'm at that point where I'm looking at my little kid and I'm doing, I'm like, I got to be active. I got to do things. Like what have you just, been doing, dude? Huh? What? Well, re- well, I just got stitches taken out from my last procedure, so I haven't been able to do anything yet. I've just yeah. been like slowly cutting all the things out. So now this next stage is, I think I fucking just... Baywatch, dude. Dude, I'm going to have to fucking hang out with Doug. Yeah. And he's going to have to show me the ways, because he's fucking ripped, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just Doug looks like a fucking Baywatch model, dude. Yeah, he does. Imagine, yeah, he does. have you ever seen him do like a dive or anything like that? Like a front flip, anything like that? I've never seen him do a front flip or a dive, Fuck. but it doesn't matter. I, if anything, you think you'd get hard if you saw that, dude. I I just need to stand stand still. Really? Just you know what I mean? Damn. Just like that's it. You know, it's good. Like he was actually in. A, I think it was a Dating Naked that was on BH1. Wow. Yeah, he did that. Is that one of the dating shows you were watching? Huh. Well, um, uh, no, I didn't. I actually I watched his segment of that show, but I don't watch the, yeah. the Dating Naked one. But um, and I'm like, fucking, of course, Doug. Yeah. Take, one you can take off all your dude. clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And on top of that, he's one of the nicest guys on the planet. Yeah. He's like super, super nice. You know, great personality, awesome comedian, um, and he puts together the Rogue Island Comedy Festival, um, yeah. and and you know, uh, but you know, uh, just going back to just you know working. I know that it's not like he's a diehard in the gym kind of person, yeah. but I know he'll probably like be able to show me like if you hang out with him, dude, you'll just get you'll feed off that energy. Fuck dude. yeah, man! Yeah, that's what happened with one of my buddies, dude. Yeah, I was getting like straight up tits. Yeah, and uh, I went to the gym with him once, dude, and I was like, oh, we done? And he was like. Not even close, dude. Like, he pushed me to different limits, and I was like, I felt kind of gay afterwards, but, like, it was, like, confusing. Yeah. And then I just, like, I fed off that energy, dude. Yeah. In, like, a non-homosexual way, dude. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, you had, to get, past, going to, you had to get past that first thing yeah. of questioning whether or not you were homosexual. Yeah. And at that point, you're like, no, no, I'm just feeling good because I yeah, feel dude. better. Not oh, because yeah. I... I respect and I'm happy that he helped yeah. me out. Not because I want to have sex with him. But there was a moment I did... But I realized yeah. that I just he just helped me do more push-ups. Yeah, that's just, all he did, man. Yeah, dude, I uh, I'm doing a I'm doing Rogue Sunday, but I've said maybe five words to Doug before. Yeah, and uh, dude, I think I was like I was like 20 or something, and uh, the first time I met him was at uh, comics. Okay, so like I'm like 20 years old, and the, I barely know what like a green room is. Yeah, and Doug's like you know he's like one of the big swinging dicks. Like he's going up. I think he was like featuring or something. Yeah. Dude, so I take, like, the biggest shit of my life in the bathroom in the back. 
The one down the hall? Down the hall. Oh, and, yeah. And I, I open up the door, and I walk by Doug, and I go, yo, dude, I just destroyed that bathroom. And he was like, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> and that was it. That was it, dude. That was the interaction? That was, that was it, dude. Dude. For like the next, like, we and just you never know talked. What? Listen, at that point, there's going to be people who watch this, and they're going to go, that's how you get into Rogue? It's like that's how you get. That's all you have to do, man. That's all I do. Just go. Like if if Doug can see that your shit don't stink, then he's gonna be like you can come and be a part of this whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like once he saw that, he was like, dude, six years from now, I'm gonna have that kid on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I remember that shit, dude. Yeah, he's like, I will never forget that shit. He probably has no idea, honestly. He's like, he's like, never forget that shit. That was the best shit. Yeah. At least I was honest with him, though, dude. You know, I was like, dude, I just blew that up, dude. He yeah. walked right in. He walked right in? There was no hesitation, man. Not at all. He wasn't like, I'll give it a few minutes. And that I think that's just another attribute of why he's such an awesome person. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you could just walk in there. Now, you know how some people are like when you tell them, then they go in there like, God! Yeah. Doesn't put on a big, you just, you know what I mean? Honestly, though, dude, like the sad thing is he probably just didn't understand what I said. <laughs> so, His response actually yeah. speaks to him not yeah. even understanding what he you said. He was like, said. oh, he asked me how I was, like. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. makes sense. I probably like mumbled some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, probably in your mind it came out clear as yeah. fuck what you said. Yeah. But really, you're probably slightly embarrassed that there was somebody right there mm-hmm. when you were coming out, and you're probably like, "Hey, man, this guy, you know what I'm doing yeah. there." Oh, dude, I thought he was gonna like burst in tears laughing. <laughs> you know, dude, that was that was such a letdown, dude. And then to be in the green room after that, yeah, just knowing that that happened, dude. So let me ask you something. So since you, how long you've been here in the city? Three weeks, dude. Three weeks. Yeah. And uh, have you gotten up it yet? Yet? I've been going to Mike's, man. Just yeah. grinding and like legitimately, just questioning everything about life. Yeah. And uh, honestly, dude, I'm sick. You know, of like, I like talking about comedy with like guys like you. Yeah. But like, I'm like tired of having the same talk with like guys who are like struggling. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, dude, we're not there yet, man. Like, we're we're at the bottom, dude. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even deserve to fucking be here, dude. You know what I mean? It's you know the weird thing is is I think right now there's such a different way. I, I mean, everybody's looking for a quick way to try to get up yeah. and do the thing, right? Um, I think what people don't understand is if you move that fast without being ready, you will get it'll it'll be worse for you. Um, I've known people yeah. that have gotten credits, uh, because of being able to be, have like a good, you know, few minutes to be able yeah. to like get a credit, but get a credit that they could use to advertise for them to be at clubs to headline. But how can you do 45 minutes to an hour? But really what you've had is 15 minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, dude, yeah. Like I have small goals, man, which might be bigger than other people's, but I've always, I'm just, dude, I'm just taking it like one step at a time, man. Just like one small, like, you know, like one of my goals was to like feature for like the first time. And, you know, I did that at a fucking beast row, but that's like a small goal, dude. Oh, that's this is like, the show that we did. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's oh, like, yeah, a, that's, that's right. just like a small goal, dude. You yeah. know, to be able how to, how did just, you, how did you feel about, I felt fucking terrible, dude. You felt terrible. I was yeah. sweating. Good. Yeah. That's good. But you're going to find out that once you're in that, and if you can, you can start to get more of those. Yeah. Um, featuring, uh, for me feels it's the, it's the easiest spot. Yeah. Reason why host, it's a lot of pressure for a host. You're going up first. You don't know where you're going to get with the audience mm-hmm. and you have to bring some sort of energy 
Um, even if you're like a low key comedian and you're kind of like low key, whatever it is, but don't you feel like you have to kind of like turn it up slightly just to kind of get into that space? So it's almost like slightly outside of that, like what you really want to do. Cause then you got to think of, Oh, I got to remember to bring up the person's, their name, their credits or whatever shit. You know, it's a bunch of other things that are on top of you already trying to think about what you need to do And a headliner. Well, then there's pressure of like on doing well and being the best on the show, but also like there's the pressure now of ticket sales and to the, the, the bookers and, and things like that. Yeah. The feature. Well, you got a chunk enough time that if once you build that, you're like, this is where I can build and I can grow and I can really fuck around a little bit more, yeah. but the responsibility on you. Yeah. No, it, it what, sounds, what, you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't have to bring it. You don't have to think of any credits. You don't have to have the pressure to bring anybody. You just you just yeah. are able to go there and work. That's yeah. it. That's all you get to do. Over time, that becomes like a nice sweet spot to really be able to 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 build build that out yeah. uh, a lot more. So the fact that you were able to get that first feature spot, yeah, no, it felt good, man. It, it was just like obviously, like it's not like the easiest place to perform. You're in a fucking bistro in Waltham. It's not like yeah, like I know I I know I could do decent at a club, but it's like I'm just taking what I can get, dude, and like you know. When you move here, dude, you're just starting from scratch. It's not yeah, even back like, dude, dude. I'm right back at the. the yeah, I, I walk into places and it's like, okay, you know, there's a few people I know. Um, did a couple spots here and there in certain shows, um, and then when people don't know you, then I'm going there and they're like, oh, you, you're uh, you're gonna take the bullet. You're gonna go first. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm gonna fuck, you know, no one knows who I am, so I go up there and I do my thing, and uh, it's okay. Um, you know, it, for me, it's just still getting out of like my own head. A lot of times I think it's our problem is just getting yeah. out of your own fucking head. But, you know, you get to meet some people, try to network more, but it's just got to be consistent. I, uh, you know, I've been slacking at that, but I think it's just dealing with my own health issues and th- things like that coming out of that. Because that was the whole point of moving to New York is yeah. to really grind that out and make those connections. Um, you know, well, dude, what was going on with like your health though? So you got you got skin cancer and then like skin cancer, stomach issues with the acid reflux that was really, really bad. Um, and, uh, and some, um, uh, some fatty liver tissue, liver enzyme, these, you know, whatever that. So basically what it comes down to is I'm a skinny guy. Yeah. Always been skinny, but like I'm at a point now where my arms are skinny and everything like that, but I'm just, I'm like a, I'm not fat. I'm just not healthy. Yeah. Not in shape. Um, and so now it's like, okay. I lived in Hawaii. I lived in California when I was a kid. I was born in California, lived in Hawaii, then went back, moved to California, lived in Arizona for a little while too, Virginia, Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Um, But those early years, I'm outside all the time. So that shit's come back, you know, being out in the sun. Um, But when you were, uh, like, when you started off in comedy, like, if you were, dude, if you were, like, ripping cigs and, like, drinking, like, do you think that kind of, like, negatively affected you or do you think it was, like, it helped you? Like if you're being honest, um, I, I, uh, the cigarette part, no, never, uh, the drinking part had its ups and downs, yeah. uh, but it got to a point, uh, when I had quit for like three years, it got to a point where it was like every single time that I go and do a show, um, it would feel like, oh, it need to be celebratory. And I was over at the Comedy Connection all the time. This was even before Corey and Dave owned the place. There was another guy who would own the place. Uh, his name was Eric Hoffer. Uh, he'd owned it for, for a little while. But when he was running it there, it was almost like the feeling at the Comedy Connection was like 
he was living it as if it was the 80s in comedy. I mean, there was drugs. There was people that weren't, they didn't, like, he, the place would sell out. But not sell out. He would let anybody in for free. People were coming in for free. People were drinking for free. We'd go to after parties, and he would just go to the back and grab bottles and put them in a box. He's like, you guys ready to go? And then we'd go to these house parties and stuff after the, after yeah. the club. We'd even go to the strip clubs, and then he'd even come back, and they'd be hanging out down in the basement. And uh, Eddie Galvin was living in the basement for a little while, too, with his dog. Like, it was, dude, it was fucking insane. Yeah. And that was when I was, like, drinking, like, crazy. But it got to a point where it's like... When you're drinking and you're doing it now instead of it being just celebratory when I got off stage, now you're just drinking when you get on stage. You're drinking before you get on stage. And then it's like, well, how am I being productive as a comedian? And it's like, sure, I'm up there. Maybe I'm funny. Maybe I'm killing it. Maybe I am. But, you know, they kept having me go back. But then I'm thinking, yeah, but I've also been around people like at karaoke where they had too much to drink. And they thought, like in their heads, they were like, Celine Dion or fucking Whitney Houston and they're just singing and it was just sounds like absolute shit. There were times I'm sure that I fucking was just thinking I was murdering <laughs> and it was just nonsense, yeah. you know? Um, and so like it got to a point where I'm like, you know what? Uh, I, I, you know, there was a few things that happened in my life outside of even comedy, but, it, but that was just one of the things where I'm like, I'm not even being productive and being professional with this. Like I'm like if I had a good set, even if I had a good set or a bad set, I wouldn't be able to know to get better or evaluate any of it because I'm 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 not recording anything because I'm being irresponsible. I'm just drinking and partying, and when I'm going there, I'm doing it. I'm just I'm just being good enough, and they were allowing me to get up all the time to be an asshole. You know, you were um, having a good time though. I had a fucking blast, That's man. Talking about it was you. awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. You know. It like to get to literally be up at a club that was right down the road from where you lived multiple times a week, every week to do small spots, big spots, whatever it is. That's when the hardcore show originated. It was during that time. Fucking missed that show, man. Yeah, man. Hardcore show was was like the best show ever, dude. It was fucking awesome. And there's so they have one that's like that at the cellar. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's uh, the, the I think it's the village underground cellar. You have to go check it out on on Mondays. Um, Miron, does the guy he uh, uh, um, he he used to uh, do comedy in Boston and he moved to New York years ago. Uh, but it's his show that he hosts, and I I reached out to him uh, uh, like a month a month and a half ago or whatever it was. And him and I were talking, and I was like, dude, I need to go to see a show, or whatever. So I went went down on that Monday, and it's like a na- it's like a nasty show that they do on Monday nights. Yeah. Um, but because it's the seller, the Monday feels like a Friday. Like it's, it's, if it's a seller, every day's fucking sell, sold out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they have a live band that's in there right off to the side on the stage. So they'll play music for each comic that goes up and they're playing. It's just like a guy with the piano, another one with drums and they just do the thing. And then the comics go up there and everybody was killer. Everybody was killer. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did a thing and it was like, oh, all right. This is, this is the first time I've seen that kind of vibe in a while. Because the connection with the hardcore show was just yeah. so much fun. That's yeah. where I think I did my most growth was was because of the hardcore show. Yeah, that's very most... dude. I'm very grateful. I was even like on those man. Yeah, being surrounded by you guys, that was dope, dude. Brian liked you. I liked you. Ray yeah. liked you. You know, there was just like an energy to it, man. It was like, yeah, I didn't deserve that, dude. You know, but it was there, dude. There's a lot of times we don't deserve a lot of this, a lot yeah. of the shit, but we we fake it till we make it, and then you just take. 
advantage yeah. of whatever the experience is. I was in college, dude, just smashing fatties, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying? it. That's nah, I wasn't it. even doing oh, that. Oh, dude, but, but even so, smashing fatties. I was fatties, pretending, like, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're yeah, fucking, you do, we're pretending the whole, t- the whole time. Yeah, but I did think you about ever, that a lot. Did you dude. ever invite them to like shows? Did you ever invite girls to shows? Uh, super hot chicks, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Who I was in the friend zone with, man. Yeah? And then I would talk about being in the friend zone on stage, dude. And how did that work? Did they, afterwards, they're like, man, I really like that joke because it's true. <laughs> but they'd be nah, like, dude. I really agree with that joke. It's so good. Dude, honestly, man, like, uh, I really struggled in college to, like, get laid. Like, Oh, yeah? Like, bad, dude. I was very awkward and, like, still am, but. Oh, I don't believe that. I don't see that. Exactly, dude. People were like, dude, this guy smashes. Like, for some reason, dude, people were like, dude, what are you sleeping with, like, six or seven girls a week? I'm like, dude, like. 10 12 dude why are you yeah why are yeah. you even you're too, what do you think i'm a fight what do you i'm a loser dude, six or seven have you ever thought about that like the shit that people think about you because you've been like pretty honest with me since we've met but like a lot of people like especially back like during those days people were like you know people would see me and they'd be like, oh this guy's just like some like power lifter fucking douchebag who's probably smacking tits around but like dude no. i was just living with my mom like Trying to eat healthy, man, have a good life, and it's like nobody. I think, it, I think you know? it's a, yeah. You did, you would never. You would show up, and I would always ask you. I'm like, what do you got in there? And you're like, ah, oh, it's just you know, some juice. <laughs> like oh, oh, well, like what kind of juice? It's like a like a fruit punch. And you're like what? Like that's that's it. you don't have anything else inside there, it, it, but you would like make smart remarks. So like no, but I did like a like an eight ball of cocaine. And you're like what? And you go like no, but it would be just yeah. like the, those things. And but you would you you were like no, I'm just trying to eat healthy. You know, you'd come, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd sit there and hang out. We would joke around inside the green room, uh, but we would be joking. And well, dude, there's no there's no reason for me to say anything in those. Yeah, you dude. would you would there do no reason. You weren't joking. Anything. You would agree. Yeah, what the f- dude? I was like twenty one. Yeah, what am I gonna be like? I'd be like, hey, you guys, fucking, you guys want to chill after this? Like, no, dude. Yeah. I was just like, I'm happy to be here. Like, I'm yeah. gonna listen to what you guys have to say. And, and then there was probably times where you're just like, well, I don't know what else to do with this, so I'm just gonna be cool and be like, hey, man, I gotta go. Like, like, oh, like, 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 as if I got shit to do, man. And you're like, you're gonna go home and just think about like, just sit there at home going, why the fuck did I just stay out, man? Why didn't I stay but, out? No, I mean, dude, I was definitely jealous of like the conversation, you know. But, dude, there's an age gap, and there's also, like, th- th- I've always felt guilty about, like, not having... Because when I was younger, dude, I was always, like, doing stupid stuff, and, like, yeah. there was a point where I was drinking a lot, and I was like, holy shit, I'm an alcoholic, and, like, getting high, and it was so fun, but then I was like, I gotta clean this up. Yeah. And once I cleaned it up, I was like, I don't have as much to talk about as these other guys. Yeah. You know? I like, I'm not, I'm not egging houses and, like you know, getting high as tits talking about like farts anymore. And like, it's just like, I'm just kind of like eating healthy and like, you know, I've kind of accepted over time, dude. Like, I don't feel like, uh, do you get anxiety over it or do you just, or are you just kind of, you're just over that, that feeling? Cause I'm, I'm sure when you get out of that and then you're like looking at things through a different lens, then it adds like the social anxiety that goes along with it. Cause now you're aware of like, should I say something? Should I not say something? Should well, dude, I, I mean, we were talking about this earlier, man. Like, we have friends who we think are the funniest people in the world. Yeah. And they're not comics. So, like, I rely on those people to, to make That's me That's where you laugh. have a good time. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel an obligation when I'm in, like, a large group to be funny. I'm the exact opposite, dude. That's If I go up on stage, I'm like, all right, like, you know, I'll be myself, see what happens, whatever, dude. But if I'm just hanging out, like, I've got friends that I think are literally, like, so fucking funny, dude. And it's, like, depressing because they're, like, in a lot of pain and, like, 
they have their own demons, but they're just like the silliest people, dude, that I just find funny, man. They're not comics, so it's like I'll just rely on them and yeah, you have your source of entertainment through the people that you hang out with, that you care about, yeah. that you know, and there's no sense of responsibility with it. I think with comics, sometimes there becomes a responsibility, and and a lot a lot of times I find the, comics will say this too. It's like, okay, so if you were sitting in the in the green room, right? And I think this is where like people liked you too because you were you were you weren't trying, you were just doing, and you were soaking things up. And I think we all saw that. I think it's one of those things where like. If we all sat in the green room and you were in there too, and uh, you know we're all just kind of shooting the shit, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, it's like, oh yeah, it's a fruit, fruit, uh, fruit punch, uh, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. and then somebody else comes in and they're like, fucking, and they're like, fucking comedy, right? Is this the green room? Oh, it's actually green. And then you're like, you're like, this guy sucks, yeah. and we all are sitting on our head like, like, okay. I hope I do well. I hope I don't bomb. But we, one thing we all can agree with, that guy is going to bomb. Yeah. That guy's not going to do well because he's putting on the show for the wrong people. Yeah. I don't fucking care. You know what I mean? I like comedy. I like to talk about comedy. I like to talk about jokes. Yeah. But I don't like somebody putting on a show for me, and I don't like putting on a show for somebody else, yeah. especially when I'm not going up on stage. That's where like my my personality, when I was younger... Before comedy, I didn't have an outlet. I was just a guy being funny. And once I got the stage time, it was almost like, oh, here's my outlet. Then what happened was, I'm like, oh, since that becomes the thing, now I don't have to be fucking acting like like a silly asshole and trying to be funny all the time. Now I can just, now I can draw a line somewhere and I can just be a fucking normal person and then, like, when it comes down to comedy, then it can just then I can just kind of let all that out. Doesn't yeah. mean I'm like it's it's so black and white. Mm-hmm. It just means that I don't have to feel like I'm a dancing monkey around yeah. Dude, other people and just be trying me. to be funny is one of the most toxic things you can do. Ugh, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you see, those guys are like, dude, your wife's cheating on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. You're like, like you you think you got it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A right it. It's like you know what I mean? It's just like that kind of Dude, it's the same thing in high school. It's like you'll be hanging out with the boys and there's always that one guy who like wants that hot chick and he'll do whatever it takes to like make her laugh, dude. You know? The problem is the problem with guys like that is there was one time where that one chick did fall for it. So this guy has a false perception on like how it is like, dude, guys, I fucking figured it out, man. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, like funny fucking chicks love it. I'm like, no, that one stupid girl who was so drunk that it was borderline that you actually took advantage of her. You're using, you're using that as your like style of being like you, you're cool. Everybody yeah. thinks you're funny. And it's like, I think people just laugh at you to just give you what you need yeah. so we can end because we're all sick of it. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. you, you know, you're sitting at the bonfire with a bunch of people. You got the, and you're sitting there and you don't even, you like, you hate this party because why? Because you got the jokester. He won't shut the fuck up. And now you got fucking yeah. uh, acoustic guitar guy who just sat down. And now you're like, this yeah. is fucking, this is done. No, it's, dude, it's literally, uh, every time I talk about this with someone, like, they usually don't understand what I'm saying. So this is like a first, dude, but I always, I always think about I was in this uh, I was in this class called prevention and care and it was like a a, it was a fucking universal like health class. All right. And uh, 
so the class is like completely silent dude and this fucking we have like a substitute teacher and i'm in the back with like i'm just like by myself just being quiet right. everyone's scared of me whatever dude there's this Portuguese kid. Everyone's scared of you. Oh, yeah, dude. People were viciously scared of me in high school, dude. Really? They were like, this kid's going to cause genocide. Because like, I wouldn't say anything. I would just sit there, be quiet. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, uh, dude, so I'm just like sitting in the back, like straight-faced. And uh, we get a substitute teacher, and he's talking to the class about like his life and like how depressed he is. He's like, yeah, like I've thought about killing myself a few times. So there's a Portuguese kid in the front, dude. <laughs> Literally. Just <laughs> top of his lungs screams penis. No one laughs. He doesn't get the hint, dude. So he screams again, penis. Like there's a vein going down his forehead. And dude, I, he screamed penis. Penis! Legit, dude, like 10 penis. to 12 times. Like he just wouldn't give up. And that's that's like, that's what it is, man. Like he, he wants that, dude. He wants that laugh, dude. And it was the best moment, dude. Because like the teacher was fucking just... Acted like he wasn't even there, man. He didn't that's, yell at him. He wasn't like, you that's, have attention. That's where you're sitting back and being all quiet. People are petrified of you. And then you get, that's when you finally go, listen, I'm not going to be the one to snap and kill everybody. Because this motherfucker, you guys are going to do it to yourselves. Yeah. He's doing it to himself. And I don't know if you guys ever see me smile, but this is the best fucking thing I've ever heard of my entire life. It was a glorious moment. You know? Yeah. yeah. Dude, in that, you know what you saw? You saw, you saw a natural a person in nature naturally bomb. Yeah. Like it wasn't on stage. It wasn't a comic. And, 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 and that's where the root of you being a stand-up comedian is probably from there where you're like, man, there is some sort of enjoyment yeah. about watching somebody that you do know oh. and they're just eating it. Dude, you know? there's nothing better, man. Yeah. Than watching someone, you know, just eat a fucking dick. Dude. Yeah. Uh, eat a, eat a penis. Yeah. Like that's it. If I yelled it though, dude, Bro, dude, murderous yeah, row, dude. Because they wouldn't expect. I would have gone in a Oh, dude. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, yeah, you would have. Yeah, you would have. <clears throat> then there, would, you would be like a legend. Yeah. And who knows this? Like the course of life that you, we wouldn't even be sitting here right now. There'd be you would have you would have gone a different trajectory yeah. in your life if you would have been the one that yelled at penis in the. Dude, in the I would I would have had confidence, man. Yeah, I'd be a confident person, dude. So, there's that origin story. Well, what happened? Well, <laughs> you're telling the story the same way, and it's like instead of this Portuguese yeah. kid, you know, in the class, you're oh, just dude. like, dude, I just, I don't know what came over me, man. I yelled yeah. out "penis." One moment can change a life, dude. But now he's telling the story on the other end, where yeah. now he's in front of a shrink, mm-hmm. and his life, he's like, he's divorced. There's the, the, the three kids; he can't even see him. Yeah. And it's like, where do you think it originated from? And he's like, well, I was in this one class, and I yelled out "penis." No, and dude, like, he's, he's working at, like, Town Fair Tire, and he's, like, telling the boys in the back. He's like, dude, back in the day? Back in the day, dude, I was the fucking funniest class clown. And you know what's weird? You know what's weird about this? And he's sitting there, and he's doing that. And you know what he's doing while he's telling the story? He's doing that part. Where, you know what they, they, they have? The, it's, like, the lube part for the for the tire, and it comes out, and it looks like it's, like, a burnt uh, marshmallow. And they, they run oh, it around yeah. the ring before the And he's telling him, He's like, guys, you know what the fucking weird thing was? Can you believe this? The guy that sat in the back that, like, we were all afraid of, dude, he's a fucking stand-up comedian now. Can you fucking believe that? I was the funniest fucking thing. I was the funniest. By the way, they jipped me on my paycheck this past week here at Bet Boys. And it's like fucking, yeah. man. Sad, but it's true, man. Yeah, we don't know how life is going to turn out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have no idea. You know? Uh, and now you're sitting here. And did you ever think that you would even, from when you even started doing comedy, when you started, you know, in college, did you ever feel that you would, 
like do something in your life to where you'd actually make a move to pursue it? Yeah. I didn't think it would actually happen, but it, uh, for sure crossed my mind. Yeah. Yeah. What triggered it for you to do it this time or at this point? Probably just being sober. Like if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, dude, probably just being sober, honestly, man. Just thinking about looking for another thing, I guess. Yeah, dude, when I was like, uh, when I was in college, like I would do it, but I wasn't like, I didn't really understand it and I still don't. Um, but I was always kind of like, my mind was kind of foggy. And then I think like this past year, I was kind of like, oh, like this is like an easy decision. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm clear minded, dude. Like I'm not doing crazy drugs that are going to like alter my way of thinking. Yeah. And like, dude, I literally have nothing to lose. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. Like if I, I think if I was at that point where I was like getting high with my buddies and like drinking and we were talking about like, oh, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm in this relationship, dude, work sucks. My life sucks, bro. Fucking, it's going to be 75 tomorrow, dude. Dude, I would probably not be in this situation, dude. Yeah, right. But I'm like, I'm clear-minded enough to be like, oh, this is just like noise. This is just what people do. Like, everyone talks about the same shit, dude. All, yeah. A- all day, every day, dude. Everybody yeah. talks about the same dumb shit yeah. all the time. And everyone's going to follow the leader, dude. Like, bro, if you have a fuck ton of money... And you have authority. Like, when you say shit, people are going to, like, dude, you could, if you have authority, dude, like, if you have a check mark on your social media, dude. Yeah. If you go on Facebook, dude, and you make up, like, a news story, dude, people are going to be like, this happened, dude. No one's going to be like, oh, let's dive into this. People are going to be like, this fucking went down, dude. Oh, my gosh. Do you, now, if you had that power, which way do you think that your personality would abuse it? (laughs) Oh, dude, I would be making up the craziest shit, dude. Yeah? Yeah. I'd be like, aliens just landed on the beach in uh, San Diego. Right. Like they're jerking each other off. There's a, lo- there's a lunar equinox. Everybody. I would fuck with people so bad, dude. Yeah. And you I know there's even... going to be somebody in the comment. There's the first comment, I fucking knew it. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Like... People are like, oh, yeah, man. If I had, like, all that power and shit, I would do good. Like, I would promote wellness. It's like, dude, no, you wouldn't. No. You'd be doing I... the same shit. It's people would people would always make the comment like when after like I did a show and they were like man that was really funny they like, don't forget the little people and I'm like but that's probably gonna happen and they're like what I go I'm not I'm trying not to be a dick about it yeah. but I can't remember everybody my girlfriend gets mad at me because there are people that I've met that I've known for years yeah. but I just don't remember like some people's names and yeah. it's like, you know, and, and I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm just not going to remember. And, and are, am I going to change? Well, yeah, things do change. You, you, we always change over a while. And if I got a, like a fuck ton of money, like, like, I don't know, like, like taking public transportation is not, like, I won't even know anything about it anymore. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be a part of my life. It would not be, I, I, I just, I don't, like, I tell my girl all the time, it's like, even later on in life, like, I already know what kind of old person I'm going to be. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be filthy. 
And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, when I, if you put me in a home, I'm going to be the old man that asks for sponge baths on the reg. Yeah, for sure. And like, you come to visit me and like, you can be my wife. But I'm still going to be the old man that's going to be like, oh, the nurse comes in. I'm like, fine, but, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm just, I just know that that's where it's going to go. There's always going to be a, something a little dirty, something a little yeah. fucked up if you got that power. It's not going to all be squeaky clean. You know what I mean? It's not. So. Well, dude, it also depends, like, if, uh, if I was given, if I was given a fuck ton of money, I would handle it differently than if I worked for it if i worked for it i'd be like fuck you this is my money very stingy yeah right? i'd be like yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of here dude but if someone was like you just won the lotto i mean i'd probably like dish out a few you thousand just, you just won 300 million dollars yeah you know i would definitely dish out some dude yeah yeah it, now dish out f- for other people or just dish it out as in like just doing dumb shit people i care about i'd be like hey here's a few mil you know holla yeah, here's a couple. Here's a, hey, man, I like you, dude. Here's I would want to do it, though, dude, where it's like I have the physical cash and yeah. I would want to walk into their place and, like, spank it around, dude. My brother. And, like, make him pick it up, too. My brother always talks about a scenario. He's like, I want to go into, like, a Bentley dealership, like, something like that. Like, literally yeah. wearing what you're wearing right now. New balances, blue sweatpants, yeah. like, walking in. And they're going to be like, um, excuse me. Like, cause you already know, excuse me, you're not, I'm, 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 are you looking for somebody? Like, and you're like, no, I'm, I'm looking for a new car. Hmm. You are, are you sure? Are you not, you don't want to be over at the Kia dealership? Yeah. You're, and you're like, nah, man, get a motherfucking Bentley. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I don't, you, you know, there's going to be a lot of money you have to put down. Although what about like the whole thing? You know, how would I fucking pay for all of it? It's like you want to have a moment where somebody judges you in another way. And then you're like, fucking like, I don't know if you remember Wayne's World. Yeah. Um, but there's a part where like he'd always go to the, uh, they get the guitar. But when he finally got that deal, like he shows up and he goes, ching And like the money comes out like that behind. Him. He's like, I'm going to buy it today. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have like a fascination of like the exact opposite scenario. Like, I want to be wearing this at, like, a super fancy restaurant okay. and, like, walk up to, like, a like a rich group of kids and be like, yo, what'd you guys just say to my fucking boyfriend? <laughs> it just, it just. No, it, and then I want to be like, I'm going to be like, listen, whoever was talking shit to my boyfriend, I'll fucking kill you and your whole family. And then I'm going to leave the restaurant and get in, like, a Civic from, like, 1995 put on rocky like a hurricane dude and fucking peel out dude hell it's like yeah. the shittiest car in the world just to like confuse the shit out of him dude hell yeah yeah hell yeah where like like you get in and and you know how when you get in there's that part where you're like pissed off and yeah. then they can see where the automatic seatbelt hits you on the side of the face where it goes up and you're trying to like it and you're like and then you like fucking yeah. flip off and yeah. then you wheel the, mm-hmm. the, the the dude i would i would cue it up though and like really fucking rev the engine like, they, it would sound like a fucking bomb went off, dude. <laughs> like an Uncle Buck where the fucking backfire comes out like that. You know what I'm saying? Dude, that would be that would be insane. And dude, you know what? Oh, think man. about how confused they would be, dude. So I think I think that's... I, I get it. I know what you're going to do. You don't drink. You're going to get sober. You're not going to do any drugs. So when you got that kind of money, you're going to go, I got to fill my day. So what I'm going to fill it with is yeah. confusing the fuck out of people yeah. by going up and doing random I do, things. I do want to film it, though, dude. 
because those are the best moments for me, man. Like, dude, being sober and like, that's kind of like what you, that's what I look forward to is like those random occurrences. Yeah. I just think it's, I don't know, man. Like I've always had that sense of humor. Like people are always like, dude, you're a hard read, man. Like I don't understand you. And it's true, man. Like the funniest shit to me is like, think about the most professional situation, dude. Like this most serious fucking situation. Yeah. And then think of like the most random thing happening in that situation, dude. Oh man. We, Ray and I have talked about this, about when you think about sketches Mm -hmm. and you do things. Yeah. It's like what's fun about certain sketches mm-hmm. is is you the, the the pattern or the, how it's laid <laughs> out is you have to have absurdity, and then you have to have like the um uh you have to have like the the normal guy like to, yeah. the, so so you have to have the country the uh, uh what, what is it called <laughs> the I, I can't even remember the name of the what the the control like the yeah. control to work off of that mm-hmm. so you have to have a thing where now it could be one of two things scenario like everything's perfect and then you have a random thing or you have a like everything is the most random and then you have one normal thing that's inside there you know what i mean you have to have like a good you have to be good at like cinematography dude but i've always wanted to be in a movie where i'm in like a random scene dude because that's all i ever think about dude like especially in like these new shows that are coming out yeah like uh have you seen ozark no i haven't seen ozark but i you know people dude so there's like a there's an one of the episodes one of the final episodes uh it's like a family, dude. A husband and a wife, two kids in the back. They're in yeah. a Honda Odyssey. Fucking a tractor trailer swerves towards them, and the van flips like twenty times. And Jesus. Dude, so they end up in the woods, and they're like all fucked up. And you're like, oh shit, someone died, but nobody died. They all lived, dude. So like the husband gets out, the two kids get out. The husband's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And uh, the, the wife is the last to get out. So the husband pulls the wife out and he sets her up against the Honda and he's like, are you okay? Like, and in that moment, dude, as like a director, I thought how funny it would be if she started like speaking Chinese. <laughs> like this is deep in the, this is like four seasons deep. You are. <laughs> when it becomes so serious. In your head, you go, man. This would be if she, if just chung that, like if just, if just went into, and you're like, ah, oh, <laughs> dude. And then yes. the, the show ended. It just Done. gave the gave the credits. Gave the credits right there. Five seasons in, it was like five years of TV. Everyone's waiting for the end, and that's it. I think you a random moment, and then it's done, and no explanation. There's like there's you're like titillated from that. Like it's just like the most amazing, you know what I mean? Thing in dude, the world. Imagine, dude. Imagine all the high kids around the world watching. That, dude. Like just like at the peak, and they don't yeah. know what to do with themselves. Yeah. They're all fucking. They're hanging on the edge. They're just going, "What the fuck just happened?" And now they're sitting there going, "Was that?" Was it was that Mandarin? Like, was that what? What the hell was that? It would they're be like, so worth it, man. Like, I have no idea. Now they're arguing about what yeah. language it would actually was. What did this person actually <laughs> say? You know, and it's like, why is it's end? No, Dude. this is not the end. This isn't it. That's what. That's that's yeah. what you. Another scenario, dude. Just finish the fucking. Have you seen the Jeffrey Dahmer shit? <clears throat> I watched the. F- first episode or first two episodes oh yeah, dude it's the other so night. entertaining and this isn't even a spoiler but whoa that just 
the way they did it in the beginning. Yeah. Even just that that the the, oh, the dude, first time. It's so good, wow. man. But wow. this is how my mind works, dude. So towards the end, like it's just a fact. There was a moment where they were like, "Listen, Jeff. Like, obviously you're going to jail, but you should prove to the judge that you're insane." And he was like, "I'm not insane." But, dude, as a director, again, how funny it would be if he came into the courtroom <laughs> to prove that he's insane. Like, the shit he could do. Yeah, the, anything he could <clears throat> do. Dude, if he walked in with, like, eagle wings, like a strap on on his forehead. Yeah, and he was, and he, and he's, ha! Yeah. Ha! Dude, Just, he tells the judge he's there to, like, file his taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> that'd be fucking sick. Like, he's like, oh man, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's like, dude, this is what? What is it? My birthday? Like, was this? Yeah. Let's fuck it. Yeah. Starts throwing fucking mashed potatoes at people, dude. Yeah, man, I don't even know where you get those mashed potatoes yeah. from. If he just had them in a bowl and he just took them from under dude, the desk, dude. And it's no, it's not even mashed potatoes. It's it's the instant mashed potatoes, but they ain't even added the water yet. It's just flakes, like it's confetti. <laughs> but he's just smashing it like it's fucking grains of sand landed at people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just, uh, yeah, yeah. He whipped out like a like a cassette, like an audio, like a big speaker, dude. Yeah. It was like it was like an overlap of like farts and like Latin and fucking farts, dolphins, and then yeah, but like the background of it is like Enya, like I don't know Enya. It's like (laughs) like that is in the background. He's just playing it. It is just like it's like you know, it's like dude. Yeah, I mean honestly, man, like people would lose like at least five years of their life, but the jury would definitely shift a little bit. You know, someone oh, might be like, all right, maybe well, like- at that point, if it got to if if that happened and then that the idea was to prove it, then it would be to the point where it's like, well, then the jury can't all agree upon it. So it wouldn't be if it yeah. was then, then then next, you know, then they have to redo the whole trial over. It's a hung jury. Yeah. So then they would have to do it all over again. Split decision, dude. Yeah. Split, split decision, <laughs> split decision fight right there. It's, it's tie, like, dude. oh man, is he yeah. crazy? Is he not crazy? I mean, the idea of anybody doing that, but like, he's not going to say he's... But the, ah, man, that's fucking insane. But like, you think of the darkest, most like those moments where it's supposed to be so serious, <laughs> and then this is when you add like absurdity to it. I think we yeah. you could do that for a lot of things, and then and then it's got to be like to do that and then cut, and then it's on to the next thing. Yeah, but dude, it's people think it's like a joke, but it's like, dude. To make it funny, like you have to have like a good buildup. Like you have to have like a fucking like a very serious buildup. No one expects it, and then at the end, it's like fucking fireworks, dude. Yeah, how many things have happened in people's lives where there have been serious moments, and like like they're <laughs> like you know like just but real life moments where like yeah, like yeah. like somebody sitting there and they're like on the phone and they're like, listen, you know. Um, grandma's dead and it's like what and it's like grandma's dead and then and then all of a sudden you hear wait what you're like hold on a second i'd like a number four uh you know the extra pickles yeah man it's so sad and it's like those kind but those are the natural kind of things that happen all the time it's like you can't fucking call me in the drive-thru when you're getting ready to order and telling me that grandma died oh yeah but for you you're like "Mm, comedy yeah, it's it's super dark. Like it's super fucked up, but it's to me it's But there is so a place funny. but there is a place for those things. Like there are things that have made like I don't watch The Simpsons. I don't. Yeah. 
Um, but there were a few episodes over the years that I had seen. One that stands out in particular is um, what's her? What's the sister's name? Is it Lu- Lucy? Um, I've never watched. What's, the what's her name? Um, Maybe Lucy. Is it Lucy or is it Lisa? Lisa. It's Lisa. Lisa Simpson. Um, yeah. So she's doing the story about she's like nobody's lived in this uh, house for years and they believe or believe that there's this lady that lives in here and she's crazy and she's got all kinds of cats or whatever. And then she goes to the door and then all of a sudden like the door opens and the woman's like and she's and cats are jumping out the window and she's throwing them at her. Right now. Yeah. Okay. fine. It was set up and that happens. That's funny. But then she cuts to another scene where she's standing there and she's trying to do a news report. And I think it was for school or whatever it was. And she's like, this is a railroad track that we've had through Springfield that the train has never, it hasn't gone on here in, in, in years and years and years. And all of a sudden the train goes by. I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Right. But then once the, tra- and it's like sitting there and she's just standing there for the longest time. But as soon as the last train goes by, the fucking cat lady comes flying around and starts throwing the cats at her again. I started throwing it. Yeah. I fucking cried laughing. Because it was just, what the fuck? It was the most random shit in the yeah. world. I don't know why that sticks in my head because it's <clears> such a stupid thing. But I guess that's why you know Simpsons were so successful whatever. But that kind of shit is the stuff that makes me fucking laugh. Yeah. you know, I don't know, man. I mean, dude, honestly, like I wouldn't expect like a lot of people to be on the same page as that. So I don't bring it up a lot. Because yeah. you, you really can't, dude, like in a serious conversation, especially with other comics. But that, dude, that's honestly, man, that's what comedy is to me, man. Like if you have a punchline that no one can guess... It's kind of sweet, man. You know, it is. It is. There yeah. are there are different kinds of like there's the curveball, the one that people don't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also the one where where you put it out there on a platter for them and they and they almost want you to do it. Yeah. So you delay it and they're like, oh, and then you give it to them. A lot mm-hmm. of times it can be like an act out, yeah. you know, kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. That's like when I do the uh, the uh, the blowjob joke, when I talk about Allah or whatever, right? And so it's like yeah. when I do that, it's like I already give it to them, and they're like, wait, what? And now it's like they want me to do it. Like I have to do it for them. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, okay. And then once the real, the real act out is there, then it's like, oh, okay. But then, you know, the randomness uh, that you were talking about, I used to have, and it's just funny when you're talking about the, the – um, uh, Ozark with the Chinese the, the voice mm-hmm. I used to do this bit about um, and I think they even somebody said oh uh, I forgot what show they're like they stole it from you because I was doing it for years and years before this to show had it done yeah. um, but it's uh, 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 I talk about with a, a white guy with an Asian accent um, and I talk about like like oh I hear all kinds of people with accents but I've never heard like a white guy with an Asian accent then I always like break it down to where it's like okay like how would that happen like, yeah. so I'm like, okay, the scenario I think of is that like, maybe he was born in Okinawa because his parents were stationed out there because they're in the military, but they hated him. So they just left. And then he was raised by a Japanese family. And then, then like he grows up and then like you're friends with this guy. And then like, then you just go to like a Chinese or Japanese restaurant and then you just, you just watch the bullshit go down. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's like, uh, um, the, and I, I would act it out. So I'd go in as like, the, if the, and you're just sitting there, you're like, all right, here we go. And the guy, like, I'm just waiting for it. And the guy comes over and he's just like, oh, what would you like to order? And he's like, I'm number four, we'll pork fry right. And he's like, what the fuck are you, you make a fun of me? He's like, I don't make a fuck out of you. He's like, nah. and he's like, I piss in your rice. And I do this whole yeah. thing or whatever. Um, I don't really do it anymore um, because I think people frown upon white people doing accents of yeah. other things. I think you now. did it at the show, dude, didn't you? Huh? You might have done it at the show. Not that, not that joke, but um, it was similar. You were like, "I don't want to tell." I usually don't tell this because oh, 
I forgot what joke it was though. Yeah. It honestly probably had to do with Asian people though, dude. Might have. Yeah. I don't know. See, but that's what. But when yeah. you had a random, bistro, dude, random shit like that is funny though, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. My favorite comic is uh Nick Swartzen. Oh, he does rant. Yeah, that totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, man. Like, uh, he's like, and he's good at like pee pee poo poo jokes too. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I've never <laughs> laughed so hard in my life. Like, his funniest joke to me, obviously, like I shouldn't tell other people's jokes. I don't know word for word, but you Still, can't even find it on YouTube, dude. No? But. uh he starts off and he's like talking about like how, how funny it would be if like people back in the day saw Transformers for the first time and he like emphasizes like people's fucking brains would be like blowing off. Like if you saw just because of how like movies have developed over the oh, years. Yeah. Like yeah. if people back in the day, they were like, all right, this next movie Transformers, <laughs> you saw the fucking trailer. He was just like, yeah, people's brains would just be fucking blowing off. And he was like, uh. He was like, I want to make a movie that's like, the trailer's like really serious. It's about like a struggling family. And he mentions like death and stuff. And then at the end, like the title shows and it's boner soup. <laughs> like, and you just like, it's just so fucking funny to me. Just cause right. like you think about it in your head and you're like, think about how confused people would be, dude. Yeah, right. Exactly. But he, uh, dude, he got, like he didn't get in trouble, but dude, like he has a video, uh, he has a fart joke and, uh, which is funny as fuck. But, uh. It's like a suicide joke. Oh, yeah. About like someone killing themselves over a fart. And he acts it out and he's like, imagine if someone farted. Imagine if someone came into a room with a gun, yelled who the fuck farted and blew their head off. Like, that's so random, dude. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know, man. Just like the first time I saw it, I was like in tears laughing. Because yeah. I'm just like in my dorm room. I'm like, oh, like, let's see what this guy's about. Yeah. And he says that and you're like. That part is where you, so many people like you know get all bent out of shape like, people have killed themselves before yeah. no, 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 no. and it's like yeah people have farted before but we all laugh at that shit but it's just like when you combine because it's it's clearly ridiculous and yeah. I think that's where like the comedy will comes from it's like if somebody <laughs> like I know you're pictured in your head yeah. but somebody's like who the fuck farted yeah. and people are like what are you doing and he's just and, Speaking of that, have you seen, um, is it, is it, uh, I think it's called, what is it called? Billion Geeves? Yeah. Have you seen those? Um, <clears throat> it's the. Yeah, they have their show coming out like tonight. Yeah. 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 Tonight. Have you seen the other things from last, the, the, the other sketches that they did? Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Did you see the one where he was like a cop uh, sleepwalking? Oh, yeah. That was so fucking funny. Dude, dude. I fucking died. When I first saw that, I just didn't expect that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that kind of shit is just like absolutely hilarious like uh what's the uh the other one there that you do um the uh only fans dad yeah you seen that one too the yeah. only fan, they just come out and do i mean just sitting down for at dinner and you're oh, oh, oh. it's like what's the go check on that and the mother's just like get the fuck out that what he got there yeah. and he goes up there he's like, oh god how do you think you got this house oh it's yeah. like dude all of that to me mm -hmm. is like i haven't seen stuff like that in a while and uh that really genuinely like made me like it's it's been a while since I've laughed yeah. like that from like sketches and stuff. It um, is weird, man. Like the time we live in, dude. It's so like rare that you there's like a moment where you're like actually in tears laughing. So when it does happen, for me at least, it's always like something random. Yeah, I think it always has been. Yeah, the randomness of things. Yeah. Do you do you TikTok? Do you do you, do you have it? Do you no. ever scroll through it? No. I think if you're looking for randomness, you might be able to get it from there. I mean, there's yeah. patterns of things. 
to be able to finally find something yeah. that just randomly <clears throat> happens. Uh, yeah. You know, TikTok would be good. And that's, I, I know from, for myself, I know I want to utilize it. A lot of comics are utilizing it to, yeah. to, to I mean, just to have a small bit, mm. like instead of having your whole set, you find something that you, that yeah, you man, it's warning, really, warning to you, dude, the attention span is, you got about two seconds, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, but, um, I've seen people do very, very well with being able to, to do it. Just being able to find it and get yeah. the content out there. <clears throat> it is kind of scary though, dude. Like, I mean, when I was in college, it was like eight seconds. Now it's getting even lower, dude. It's like, you know, well, yeah, cause you're talking about Vine, <clears throat> but now, but the thing is, is TikTok also has a point where they can, no, do I just meant like attention span, attention span for general, people in general. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, um, um, so what is it that somebody has to be able to grab people's attention really quick? I mean, I don't know. Um, I think first off, it's like quality of something too. Yeah. But even that's not even good because I've seen stuff that just don't look good. But then that ends up yeah. being fucking hysterical. There's no real way of being able to do it. I think it just comes back to kind of what you were saying before with the, with comedy and stuff, just being yourself. I think what happens is we maybe yeah, like I I think I'm guilty of it. Maybe you're guilty of it too. It's just overthinking things. Yeah. Thinking too far into it, and it's like when I'm on stage, I don't think too far into it. You know yeah. what I mean, I'm just in the moment, you know, the last show we did together, um, the guy that was on the, there, that there was a table on the left-hand side where we're on stage. It was a guy that I knew and it was his son and his wife yeah. and Danny, when he went up on stage, he was asking the kid, he's like, Oh, he's like, Oh, I just graduated from high school and whatever. He's like, Oh, going to college. He's going to college. Like, yeah. He's like, well, what do you know? He's going to go to school for, to be a farm, to be a pharmacist. Yeah. And I forgot what the name of the school. And then uh, Danny was like, he's like, oh, listen, there's, you're not going to get any pussy at that pharma, like pharmacy school. You're not, yeah. there's no pussy at the pharmacy school. And then, uh, um, and he's like, no, I got a girlfriend. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, where does she go? And it's like, it was another college in Rhode Island. He's like, there's a lot of dick at that college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. And that's what Danny was doing. <clears> yeah, you saw a green light. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So when I first went up there and I brought up to him and I'm like, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. I says, yeah, sure, he might be onto something about not a lot of pussy in college. I go, but when you become a pharmacist, I go, dude, you're gonna have all the pussy. <laughs> you're gonna have all the pussy. You yeah. know how much women will give up pussy for oxycotton? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It is just like you're not insured. Don't worry about it. Like yeah. that was, and so it's like, oh, a moment of like, okay, I want to say something, um, but it was like right in the moment. It's like, okay, he said the stuff, but when I went up there, it was just like. I didn't know what I was going to say, but I just yeah. knew I needed to talk about it. But I felt like there was like, oh, I can do it to where you twist it instead of it being like a negative thing. It's like, okay, let's take it. Yeah, college might be tough, but an adult, let's look at things from a different perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it always happens in the moment, man. It's weird. I always say it just feels like you're kind of in like a coma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a lady once. Um, it, I think this just goes into like, in my head, I'm like, how do I want to be perceived when I'm on stage? I want to be perceived in a way that I feel like I, that I, who I am as a person. It's like, I want to like, I feel like I'm a nice guy. And even if I say things on stage, that might be rude or even dirty. I, I feel like at the end of the day, I, I don't want it to be like a negative aspect of things. So there was a time I went on stage, this woman was off to the side. She kept standing up. It was over at the comedy club. She kept standing up. She had a, like a bedazzled like blazer. She had, it was like a like shoulder pads and all that kind of stuff. And she just kept like, like just putting her thumbs up. Yeah. And I was like, man, what the hell? Are you all right? And she's just like, mm. and I'm like, you just look like every crazy person I've ever seen in any video in a New York subway. Right. 
and and just made an off and it was not that's not funny whatever but the the crowd was like oh she's a cancer survivor and this is me not paying attention being in the green room just shooting the shit like we do and not paying attention to what's happening on the show so i didn't know that somebody was talking about her earlier on like and they're like, oh, she's got, she's a cancer survivor. And now the crowd's like, oh, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. And so, and I'm like, you know what? You know what? Congratulations. And the crowd's like, and I'm like, you know what? Congratulations for you surviving cancer so you can be made fun of like everybody else. <laughs> Fucking good for you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, it was like a weird thing. Like it switched and you could see like the crowd was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck that cancer surviving bitch up. Like, yeah, yeah, get her. You know what I mean? And it's like, but I wanted it to be like, I don't want to be negative about the thing, but if we're going to talk about it, it's like, yeah, she's fucking standing up because she's fucking survived something and she's feeling fucking fantastic. If she wants to be a fucking cunt during this goddamn show, then she deserves the right to be able to do it. She wasn't saying anything. She was just standing up, giving me fucking thumbs up at a bedazzled, but what am I, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? So I wanted to make fun. It turned into one thing and then it is what it is. You know, sick Ray, fuck, dude. Yeah, Ray Ray did one where one guy he was making fun of this dude, and the guy like he couldn't see, and this guy's like, I don't have an arm, and like like his hand was missing, and then Ray like turned around, and he goes, Wait, what? And instead of giving, he goes, You, I've been making fun of this guy for the past five, and none of you guys, everybody around you guys, didn't say shit about this guy. None of you guys said nothing to me, and you just and you just allowed it to happen. And you guys are sitting, you you're thinking I'm the bad guy, but none of you guys said anything. But then the funny thing was when he was going back and forth with him, uh, there was a part where the guy ended up coming up on stage with Ray, and they did a photo op where the guy stub and Ray bent over and his he put his like like you said his fist up his at dude the crowd fucking went nuts like it was absolutely yeah. hysterical but the guy went up to ray afterwards and was like he's like thank you so much you know it was an injury i think he had i can't remember why it was a, he sustained a certain injury and he's like but this was like i haven't had this much fun in forever and that was like awesome yeah. you know what i mean <clears throat> those are really really cool moments but they just nobody plans for that shit yeah you know what i mean it just happens organically and you want to do what you can to just kind of you know sometimes people want to be fucked around with they want to have yeah that thing so it's just you know making things up the randomness of things you know yeah you just kind of turn like something dark into it, into something and something fucking like happens it. man yeah it's but weird. i think that's the beautiful part yeah. of it like that's just the the world and uh, uh, and i think instead of just having the sensitivity to like all the the negative aspect of things you know and people are like oh because you, know, you can't talk about this because so many other people are suffering and it's like that's yeah. This moment right now, this thing happened and it was fucking funny. You know? Like this I don't know. It's when you when you're watching a president fall down or fall upstairs to get onto the the, the the like a helicopter, that's funny. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Well said, man. <laughs> you know? That was fucking beautiful, dude. Uh, <clears throat> never I have that's the thing I'll talk about certain night and I've talked about this with John I've talked about this with the with the, with the other people talk about it with Ray and maybe we can even just add on this there's one I think this is funny maybe you think it's funny too yeah. but I always think of this scenario and I almost want it to be it's like a scary it's like scary I, well, I want it to be like presented almost as if it's a horror thing but it, it's the, the because it's a horror thing it becomes funny yeah it's just scene set where somebody walks in, he hears squeaking of like going into like a, a public bathroom, and you know how you hear that, 
the lights, right? Right. And, uh, and it's just a bunch of urinals that go down. Right. And it's urinals that don't have the, the barricades, like the wall in between. It's yeah. just a bunch of open ones. Right. And it's a good number of them. Right. And, uh, like the idea is like, okay, so a lot of guys will go in just like, all right, I'm not going to go to the front. I'm just going to go to the one all the way in the end furthest away. I'm just going to go and I'm going to pee. And, um, and then, uh, what happens is, is, is then you hear like while he's getting, we're getting ready to pee. Then you hear the door open again and then you look over and another guy's just kind of standing there and you make eye contact or you look over yeah. and you're like, yeah, you, know, you just did like a little nod. Right. And then the guy walks over to that first urinal. And then when you're like, like that furthest away, you're like, all right, you know, like he knows. And he pees and then, and then he looks back and he's like two other urinals over and you're like, what the fuck? And he's like, what the hell? And you just kind of look back and then it's like even closer. <laughs> and like every time he's just trying to like kind of finish up or whatever it is, the fucking guy's like right there, like right next to him or whatever. And I always imagined it to where it's just like, what? And then like that last night you look over and then you're like, what the fuck? And then you kind of, and then he just rises up like right there in front of you. It is like, and like cuts. And then all you hear is like peeing like on a boot, like, you know, like it's like on, on somebody's shoe. Um, yeah. That's it. That'd be a good fucking sketch, dude. I think it's funny. As, dude, that's. Not only is that a good sketch, that's like super relatable, man. Yeah, I think it's it's a scare. Like guys don't want like no, this is it's just a good it's like a rule thing. Yeah, but I think making it like to where it's just two guys, and like I I love the idea of the, the, the opening and then they're looking at each other for like a second and it's just like yeah, all right. like like an acknowledgement. The guy goes and, and it's I just think like, you should make it, dude. It would be tough to you might have to rent out like a. Yeah, I've thought about places where, like, okay, where do they still have some of those? You know, it would be like one of those, like, like a like a community college public bathroom, yeah. or like an old like movie theater public ba- like type of bathroom. Um, yeah, maybe like have... a. Uh, I mean, maybe like an old diner, old diner kind of thing. If they have it big, well, old diners the like old diners usually have like single things or just like really small. Yeah. I'm thinking like maybe at like a wellness center, dude, like a fucking football field. Yeah, like like an old old like a like a concert venue, yeah, like an outdoor like what's the one like the Xfinity Center in uh, um, Massachusetts? Making the light flicker would be like the hardest part. I know, man. I know. I mean, such if a I had, crucial part to it, though, dude. I I want I th- but I think the thing is is you can add. What would be funny is if it was completely dark, and you turned on the lights, and a dude was pissing in the dark. You just you just turn on the guy's just peeing right there. I like the idea of it's like it's it's you turn on the light like it went off and yep. then it turned back on and that guy that was facing the urinal is now facing the opposite direction and just peeing just on the floor yeah. but literally standing right where the urinal is but just facing away from it just peeing. <laughs> you know what I mean? That could like, be like a blooper. Yeah, you know, it's just like oh yeah a blooper and it's like oh you're standing in the wrong oh my god okay cut fucking hey why do you keep doing it I, I couldn't see anything the yeah. lights fucking it's real dark you know I think that's dude honestly that's a <clears throat> it might take a while honestly it probably wouldn't take that long if like the actual action parts just maybe the lights like the, yeah, the light, the light. I think you can add the buzz in you can add the buzz in and post mm-hmm. so it's that e of the of the light or whatever it is yeah and you possibly could. Um, like, I don't know, man, there's ways to be able to edit that kind of thing. But I like, I just love the idea of showing the look and the look and then standing there and then it just kind of like looking down and then looking over and it's just, and then, but like, you know how, like when something happens 
and then they cut to the next thing and it goes like that like that has that like oh fuck like each time that it moves down uh that person i think that's just yeah i'm not even saying it's like a legitimately good idea man yeah you should if you don't make it now i'm gonna be upset dude. john was sitting there saying like oh wouldn't it be funny if the guy like even went down and was like hey can you leave and the guy like he gets close and goes i have to shit it's Honestly, like, I think it would be the funniest with no dialogue. The, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, no dialogue whatsoever. That's what, that's how I originally had it. I'm like, you don't yeah. have to have anything. It's just the perfect scenario of where it's scary for yeah. a guy to be like, because even just when you're th- like in you the also, yeah, you also have a punchline which is <clears throat> pissing on the boot. Yeah, so. the guy like kind of rises up right where you just kind of and you're just kind of like struggling, just trying because you're trying to get started with peeing. It's like I, I could even see him get in there and he's just like, come on. Here's the door open. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, like looks over and the guy looks at him. He's like, uh-huh. you know, yeah. And then goes to that first mm-hmm. urinal. And it's like, oh, all right. Looks down. It's like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Looks over. What the fuck? Like, yeah. this makes it worse. And he's just trying to finish, um, or at least get started. But then that guy comes, scoots his way. But I just think making it suspenseful is what makes it funny. Like you, may, you do it like a horror, but it's just funny because that's the, yeah. Any guy at a urinal, it's just not. You know, I don't think it's unattainable, man. I think you could honestly make it. I think it's easy. You need someone who's like good at editing, though. And you could, f- I think you could film it easily, but like yeah. the editing. Would I know be a few like, people. I know yeah. a few people that could do that. I mean, Ray and I've had some connections from doing the stuff that we've done yeah. with, with be a man and independent. Um, that uh, Chuck is great at editing th- stuff as well. Um, Ray's been able to do a lot of stuff. We did a lot of sketches and stuff back in the day, uh, too. Um, yeah. You better do it, man. Yeah, don't be a pussy, dude. What about a, what? What other? What's one th- sketch idea in your head that just hasn't left? <sighs> I mean, I've made most of them. Um, I stopped making sketches after COVID, but um, I can't even think of any right now, dude. I made a lot of fart sketches, man. Oh yeah, and. Uh, yeah. I haven't really thought about anything. <laughs> I'm trying right now. It's so hard, dude. It's I'm all like, good. It's yeah. all good. I always do you write stuff down in like your, your phone or anything like that or COVID notebooks? happened, man. It was like a big thing. Everyone started making sketches and then uh you know, I was like really into it. It wasn't like quality, but you know, I like enjoyed it. Um But a lot of the the ideas I had, dude, they were just, like, unattainable because of editing. Like, I I didn't have the resources. I would also bring up the ideas to people, and they'd be like, dude, what the fuck? You know? Yeah. getting people to do it is the toughest part. There's one I wrote the other day. Wow. A support group. Yeah. Right. All the people, all of them, and they're sitting there just, like, talking about it. Like, because a lot of times, even with, like, uh, with, with, like, uh, what was it? With uh, I think it's Jason. It's like, dude, we were in the, we were, in, we, dude, I was about to. She never came before. She told me she's never came, and I almost made her came, and he fucking stabbed yeah. us, you know, through the tent or whatever. Like that would be easy to make though, you know. But like they're in a support group, and it's like some people are taking it harder mm-hmm. than others. They're like, I just, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I like hockey. It just with the man. It just you know it ruined yeah. it. You know, it's like, but I, I don't know. Like I, I just that that was a fun scenario, and a lot of times I'll just talk about it with my girlfriend. We'll just come up with like little fucking dumb shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's I mean, nice. dude, that's honestly the reason I stopped though, because I was like thinking about I would make all these sketches, and then I would be like, 
I would plan them out and then I would message people who I think would be good in the sketch and they'd be like, dude, you're insane. <laughs> but then I would make the sketch and it would do well. Like, yeah. Like, just like people are just like, nobody wants to fucking be in a sketch, dude. I'll you know? be in a sketch. Yeah. I'll be in a sketch. You want to bring it back up again? You let me know. I, I live down I'll send you some ideas, dude. I fucking hope you answer me, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That'll I'm keep like, me up all night, dude. Oh, I'll th- oh yeah. I will. I 100%. Yeah. 100%. Even if it's just like, I do miss it, man. I miss making sketches. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It didn't help me, too. It, I yeah. used to do it all the time. All the time. Um, yeah. Ray and I used to do this thing called Ginny and Barb. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen those? No. We did um, Ginny and Barb are two women. Uh, we used to dress up as women, but we were women that were obsessed with Black Friday. Um, and we had, like, uh, like Minnesota... Uh, accents, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I love Chris, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now that sounded like a different kind of accent, but anyway. Um, but uh, we were dressed up, I'll have to find pictures and I'll have to find, show you the videos or whatever it is. But we end up doing these small clips as if we were waiting outside of a store. Um, and it was the 12 days leading to Christmas and it was a sketch each mm-hmm. time. And then we end up doing Ginny and Barb doing hardcore show. Um, and we went up on stage together as these characters, like we did sets earlier, but then we ended up doing it at the end where him and I would go up as Ginny and Barb and people fucking loved it. Really? Oh yeah. But we did like these sketches just like they, um, um, uh, I don't, they were just, they were fucking funny. Uh, but we did that for, for a little while. Me, Ray and Brian used to do, um, go to guys. That was our little sketch group thing that we did. Just the three of us would do dumb shit at the, at the connection. The last, I mean, the last sketch I made was with uh, Jimmy Cash and Maya. Oh, okay. And it was called Fart Therapy. Okay. And it was about two dudes who basically, like, their lives had been ruined because of farts. And, uh, like, it was, like, Jimmy as a janitor. And there were, like, a few cuts where, like, he was in the secretary's office and he was cleaning. And he bent over and hit the intercom by accident and farted. Yeah. And like the teacher was giving a lecture. She was like, today we're going to learn about respect. And then like the fart came through the intercom and then it would show uh, like gym class, like the, the gym teacher was like showing the class how to shoot a free throw. And then the fart comes through the intercom again and the ball hits someone in the head and they get knocked out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, it showed me like I had a sketch. It was called Frankie farts and I had a brother, Frankie, and it's about how there was an explosion. Like he lit his fart on fire and blew up the house. And I was like, I was like, I lost my eyebrows. Like Frankie lost his life. Like, and uh, yeah, the sketch is just us in uh, therapy, but it's like fart therapy. Okay. So it's like me and Jimmy, and we're both like idiots. We're both like farts have ruined our lives. Like we haven't been able to like surpass this. And Maya was the therapist, and like the punchline was like Maya like motivated us it gave us a good therapy session and then it shows us leaving and then maya like rips one and smells it and she just says like it's going to be a good day oh yeah that's fun so it was like fart shit like that but like if you pitch that idea to someone dude they'll be like never talk to me again dude well it's uh, it's hard to explain man like it's hard to explain an idea simple like Silliness, I don't know. I feel like at this point now, there's so much kind of content that are out that's out there to where it's like, um, that I guess nothing is off the table. Yeah, you know I would I mean? only make a sketch if I was like, this is gonna be good. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, 
some people bring up ideas and I'm like, just not me, man. Sometimes it's like, um, um, like it, it doesn't like depending on what you have for equipment and what you're capable of doing and who's around and what kind of stuff. Sometimes you have to just like, keep it, keep it small, keep it simple, stupid. Uh, right. I say it all the time. Like keep it simple, stupid. Um, and then, and then, but once you bring it down a base, it doesn't have to go so elaborate. And so when you bring it to a place Mm -hmm. where it's just like, you know, uh, it's you and, uh, and you, one other guy and, and, and then the therapist and it's like, then, then it's just yeah. like, Oh, okay. It can be fun. Cause you have it. It's funny too. Cause like I'm younger, it's funnier to make videos when you have like a young person and like an older person. And I don't know, man, you just kind of have to like accept your role, dude. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to be playing like an emotional roller coaster character dude right right you know right I mean? right you can have other people that can do those things yeah. just know your part to what that is yeah and but then that means it's like yeah or is there going to be the person that maybe shines or whatever it is but yeah. if it wasn't for the other characters involved then the sketch falls apart altogether anyway yeah. so yeah just knowing it's like okay you can help write that but you're like well that doesn't mean i have to be that character i'm yeah. i'll be the guy that's standing in the background yeah and like you have to have people who are like i can accept that like i can accept that like, for me, I'm going to be like, I know I'm not going to have a lot of dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I can accept that. Some people will be like, no, dude. Like, I want I want my own line, dude. No, nah, man. It's like, no, nah, I don't dude. give a fuck about fuck none you, of that dude. shit. Fuck I you. do not care about any of that. Yeah. You know? If I can be the guy, sure. If I don't have to be, that's fine. I just like to be a part of things that are, like, fun or and funny and cool. Um, uh, being on, like... Doing things collectively, I don't mind doing those and finding the role to what that is. The reason why is because stand-up comedy allows me to be my own fucking star of the show. I, so I have my outlet for whatever that is. Yeah. It feeds whatever. If there, is a, if there is a hint of narcissism there, that's where I get my... Mm-hmm. That's where I get that. You know what I mean? It's, okay, I get, I'm able to enjoy that because I have control over all of that. I don't have to depend on anybody else to do any of that kind of stuff. Um but I used to do improv when I was younger in high school. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I was in high school, I did drama. I was in uh, I did drama classes because I lived in California first when I, from middle school into high school. So I did drama one, drama two, advanced theater production, play production. I did. Uh, then I was in the improv team. Uh, then I was in. The, then I went on to do uh, the Grease. Um, then uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Um, I did, um, and then I would teach like improv. Um, to like, um, I would do like these games that I would set up for everybody when we do our like shit, dude. Our shit. And then I would, then I would go to the middle school when I was in high school to go to the after school program for them and then teach them to do improv and things like that. And then when I thought about doing comedy, when it really triggered me is I actually was, uh, uh, my oldest kid, his, his mother and I had split up. And so there's this girl, this other girl I took on a, on a date and we went to go see Brad Sherwood and Colin Mockery at the um at the p-pack so they were two guys that were on whose line is it anyway and and so i'm watching them and i'm up in the balcony and i remember the girl was like she's like are you all right like you seem like you're like upset whatever i was like no i just i'm having a great time i go i just know i can do this like i can be like i can and so it's like and it wasn't about improv it was about being funny and being on stage so then it was like, I need to do this. So I was like talking about it. My father ended up showing me this brochure about going to an open mic and doing it. And then from there it was, it was off to the races. Six years later, 
from that time when I started, fast forward, now I'm walking out on that same stage and I'm opening up for Kevin Hart. And so it was like, yeah. wow. Like six years right after when I thought about doing stand-up, then that was kind of like the, the yeah. full turnaround or whatever. But it all came from um, like doing things with people and learning how to like improvise and understanding what improv is. I just couldn't get into being like, like as an adult, like in the improv world, like I just wanted to kind of have the control there to do what I needed to do. But it also taught me about like being able to act and being able to do scenes with other people and understanding the roles and not always having to be the person up front, but finding your moments. Cause like you could be a person who doesn't say anything, the whole thing, but you say one line because the whole thing's set up and you fucking murder with that line. It's, it's all like anything can happen from any of those things. Um, Improv taught me where people that are dependent on lines. So if they do, if you're doing a a musical or or a play or a movie or whatever it is, um, you have your lines and then you depend on like another person do their lines. A lot of times people are like, okay, so their last line is they say that. So I know I'm going to say the next line and people will remember it that way. So when you try to memorize, um, that's very difficult if you only look at it that way. Because what if somebody goes off rail? What's, what if somebody forgets their line? So then now there's a domino effect and now you're fucked because you're, you're dependent on somebody else to do things. So what impro- improv allows you to do is to pay attention to what's actually fucking going on. So instead yeah. of just worried about the lines, well, what's happening in this scene? What's going on? What are we talking about? Yeah. So I can keep things going. So improv teaches you to do those things. So when I'm on stage doing stand-up, if there is a joke that kind of like went off or whatever, or there's something happening in the crowd, the improv has allowed me to just be able to pay attention to that. Like I was telling you before, utilizing other senses and, and like it really, really, really did help. Um, and sometimes people think like, wait, you were a theater kid and you did all shit. Yeah. I played football, was on the football team. I played quarterback. Um, boy, Fox, dude. Huh? Yeah. I said my boy, Fox, dude. Man, I was fucking crazy, dude. And so here's, listen, I don't know, but, I have a joke, a bit that I want to work on about being like, cause I won, I got the MVP award, uh, but it was for JV. Yeah. But then my funny, my, what I want to talk about is that like, that's, that's symbolic for how I've lived the rest of my life is yeah. that I've just been MVP at like JV level shit. Yeah. Like I'm not the greatest, but I'm really good at being like in the yeah. middle. I used to I'm have a joke about that, dude. Yeah. yeah. I used to play basketball in my mom's tights, dude. Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I used to be all state. JV. Oh, no shit. All yeah. state. I JV. used to legitimately play in my mom's tights, though, dude. Yeah. I wanted to be like the NBA players. Oh, yeah. And have the. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I'd be balling up at boys and girls club games, dude. Hell yeah. So I like when I played football, then I even like it was like my sophomore year. Then I went to there's a girl. I think she was a, she was a senior. And we went to homecoming together. And she was up, she was, she was, she was one of the homecoming queens up, up to what not, she was in the, up the running for it. Um, but she was a co-captain of the cheerleading team and I was only sophomore. And, uh, and here's, here's the thing. She was, uh, half black and half Asian. Shit, dude. Yeah. So you were really fucking dude. Dude, I was, I was going to town. So the, and that, and the funny thing is, and you fast forward years later, um, so my girlfriend now the mother of my, my youngest son. Um, she was division one cheerleader at, uh, West Virginia. And now, um, you know, and she's a lawyer. 
So, uh, fuck yeah, dude. yeah. And she's in her 20s, and I'm almost 40. Bro, you fucking don't pull out. Hell no. My boy, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. Lock it in. Fuck, man. man. Yeah. I didn't know you fuck like that, dude. Yeah. It's, um, um, few and far between, but when they do it, I just, it's, it's not, uh, it's not quantity, it's quality, bro. Yeah. That's 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 the way. Uh, uh, no, um, but that's. I'm gonna look at you differently now, though, dude. You know, it's, it, I, some people look at it like, man, to be a stand-up comedian, you have to have some real, real bad trauma in your life, or it's just been really, really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's yeah. uh, uh, I'm having a good time, but she cares about me because she's the one who pointed out the stuff for the skin cancer and the whole nine and all that shit. So yeah, you know, you're a different man now, dude. Different person. Different yeah. person. But she's a good girl. Like I, my, I have to say, all, everything leading up, doing all the improv, to playing football, doing the sports, you know, uh, doing comedy and stuff. And you know, I think it's all been a lot of fun. Like it's been a wild ride. But of course, you know, you have your bumps in the road. You know, alcohol, drugs. Um, you know, done tried all the all the things. No, well, not everything. I didn't do heroin. I've never done, you know, yeah, pussy like that or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But I've had moments with mushrooms. I've done cocaine. You've never been yeah. aged out, dude. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> completely not. Not. I but mean, I, dude. I, you know, you're right, though, dude. Man, you just got to keep having fun, dude. I don't think there's like an age that's attached to it, dude. You know. That's but, it. You know. Um, I think that's calm right there. I think that's why. Yeah, dude. I've been staring at it the whole time. I was just like, dude. man, hell yeah. Got to figure it out, man. That's it. you got to get your shit together. But, it's, but hey, listen. But that's also another sign of that you're having fun. You're having fun with yourself. Yeah. Are, dude, you, I, uh, are you are you are you in a relationship right now? Yeah, I got a boyfriend, dude. He's, yeah. he's coming off. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing, dude? What the fuck? Huh? No, I just uh, I laughed along I was, with dude, you. I was improvising. See, dude. here's the problem is that you're getting aggressive at the fact that I I was improvising, like dude. I was oh, giving you a layup to improvise, dude. I was, but the when fuck, you dude. Yeah, well, that that now you're doing Liam Neeson stuff yeah. where it's like we do the improv. Have you ever seen that? The, huh? the sketch with Liam Neeson and it's um what's his name that wrote The Office, um, he plays Carol? The, huh, the the uh the British comedian the one that um, Ricky Gervais Ricky Gervais yeah, yeah he wrote the album right there's a sketch with him Ed and um Liam Neeson and Liam Neeson's like I would like to do some improvisation comedy yeah. and they're like what he's like we're gonna do impro- improvisational comedy right now let's do it go set up the scene. And they're like, um, okay. And he's like, something like, I forgot what it was. It was like, uh, um, okay, you are this kind of person. But then there was, whatever it is that they set up, he's like, he's like, knock, knock. And it's like, they're like, open up. He's like, hi. It's like, okay. It was a doctor or whatever. What seems to be wrong with you? I'm riddled with AIDS. And they're like, okay, hold on, time out. And it's like, and they're like, like well, maybe that's probably not the thing. And he's like, we're just going to, I'm just, you know. But anyway. My whole point was like there was a few times where they were trying to do it and they broke the scene and like he would stop and he'd be like I'm we're that's not the way we're supposed to do it like it would, and he was like taking control over the improv dude I have to show it to yeah. you when we're done with this yeah. it's really 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 funny um, but yeah uh, sorry that I didn't roll the punches there about your boyfriend it's fine I'll give you another chance another time dude it's all good man he is attractive though <laughs> yeah I mean we live together man like we're not ready to raise a family yet but we're working towards it man you know one day at a time. Can we talk without the, uh, are we done with the podcast? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, whatever, too. <laughs> yeah, if you want to wrap this up, dude. Yeah. What do you, what are we supposed to say certain things? Or do you do a game or do you ask a question? What do you do? 
Usually it just that? ends, man. Oh, all right. Usually I'm like, dude, you're the fucking best person ever, man. Like, I wish you the best, bro. Like, you're going to crush it. And then you'll be like, dude, thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I wish the same for you. Yeah. Um, you know. You just make up a bunch of lies about me, dude, and then, like, it ends, bro. All right. So. Uh, all right, here we but, go. Improv. Uh, yeah, improvise. It's like. All right, man. That was a good way to end, dude. You know, like, uh, dude, I had a great time, man. Honestly, dude, like, thank you so much for coming, dude. You know, like, you're. Uh, you're honestly one of the funniest comedians I know out there, man. And uh, honestly, man, I, I hope we see each other in the future. If we don't, it's fine, dude. But I really hope we do, man. And uh, I wish you the best. I appreciate that. I really wish I could say the same thing about you, but it's all good. <laughs>